On today's show, Season 2, Episode 4, Be Assertive. We're going to talk about how to deal with arguments and communicate in rough situations a lot better. My answer to the question of today also deals with this theme. I'm going to talk about how to communicate with somebody in an assertive way. Coming up on your favorite podcast show, Cup of Dow, starting right now. You're listening to Cup of Dow with your host, Chris L. McClish. Chris is a man with many roles, many journeys, and one spirit. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing okay. I've got an upper respiratory infection going on. So if my voice sounds different today, that's the reason why. Today we're going to talk a little bit about assertiveness versus being passive or being aggressive or being passive aggressive. And I'll explain a little bit about what I mean by those terms in a bit. I want to first say that my wife's not a very assertive person. She has me do phone calls. If it's to a teacher, if it's to a company, say we're wanting to cancel service or we're having a problem with our bill, or if somebody calls like a telemarketer, she usually lets me take the phone call. Speaking of which, I found a funny way to get rid of telemarketers. I had this telemarketer that kept calling, and every time they would call, I would politely decline their service, and I would tell them I wasn't interested, but they kept calling every single night. Finally, I got smart. What I did was, when they called and says, Hello, Mr. McClish, I'd like to tell you about... I said, Oh, I'm so glad you called. I've been so lonely, wanting somebody to talk to all day long, and it's been a terrible day. The dogs had diarrhea, it crapped all over the floor, and I went on with this big, long story. They hung up, and I never heard back from them. Anyway, let's talk a little bit about assertiveness. I'll start out with assertiveness by giving you an example. We use McDonald's again, since uh, I've used examples of fast food in the past. So I don't know what my fixation with fast food is. Maybe it's because I'm on the diet, the keto slash Mediterranean combination diet. But anyway, let's go with another McDonald's example. Let's say you go into McDonald's on your lunch break and you're in a hurry. You're afraid you're going to be late. There's a huge line, but you manage to go through the line fairly quickly. But there's still a bunch of people behind you waiting patiently to get their food. Some of them frustrated. There's some big construction workers and you feel a lot of pressure. You get up to the person and you can tell right away that the person working behind the counter is new. So he's like, oh, Sally, where's this button here? How do we ring this one up? And you look at him and he says, "Uh, yeah, dude, uh, can I take your order? And you say, yes, I'd like the I'd like the McChicken combo there, number five or whatever it is. I want the McChicken combo. Okay, yeah, sure, man. And so then he hits one of the keys. He collects your money. And you feel like you're set for a while. And then you're immediately happy because you see him reach for a sandwich, puts it on your tray. But it's not your sandwich. Guess what? It's a McFish. He's like, there you go, dude. Have a great day. Along with your drink and your fries. 
Well, I guess it'd be a cup nowadays because they let you go get your own drink. But anyway, what would a passive person do in this type of situation? So a passive person would look at the people behind them, the big construction workers, and think, oh, well, it's not the sandwich I ordered. I didn't want the McFish. I wanted the McChicken. But I'm late anyway, and people behind me would get mad if I told them that they got the wrong order, and it's this guy's first day, and I don't want him to get in trouble, and I think I'll just take, I'll just take the, the McFish. And so the passive person would take the fish and go eat, maybe, right? So what would an aggressive person do in this situation? You've seen people be aggressive, right? So they'd say, what the heck? I ordered the, the McChicken and this is the fish. What's wrong with you? Were you born yesterday or something? And maybe even worse than that, right? There might be some cussing involved. There might be, you know, the, the aggressive person would make a scene. So you communicate. If you're aggressive, you communicate in a way that's threatening, hostile, or rude. Other people feel like their right to be heard and respected is being trampled on. What about, before we get to assertive, what about passive-aggressive? Passive-aggressive is where a person kind of is aggressive in a passive way. So you've been to that McDonald's before. You know that the manager drives this nice, new, big, blue truck. And so on your way out with your McFish sandwich in hand, you take the McFish sandwich and you smear it all over the side of the manager's truck. Or when you're sitting there with your sandwich eating it in the restaurant, you take the tartar sauce from the bun and you smear it all over the table because later on you see that same person that rang up your order and you decide you're going to make a mess for him. So that's passive aggressive. Now you might think, who would do that? You'd be surprised how many businesses lose tons of money because of somebody when they're disgruntled or they're about to be fired, sabotaging the computers of the company or doing something like that, getting rid of files. Those are examples of passive aggressive behavior. So with assertiveness, you communicate in a way that you're able to communicate your, your wants or desires and your needs without being hostile or rude or threatening. So what would an assertive person do in this example? Well, yeah, exactly like you'd think. They would say, excuse me, I ordered the McChicken sandwich and I received the McFish. I'd like you to replace this with a f McChicken. Now, be careful here because don't do what my wife commonly does. Well, I'm picking on her today, aren't I? She would say something like, I'm sorry, I think I ordered the McChicken. And you don't want to do, I'm sorry, I think, if you know for sure that you did. Now, if you're unsure that maybe you said the wrong thing or there's a little bit of doubt there, then that's perfectly acceptable. But if you know for a fact that you ordered the McChicken, it's better to just say, I ordered the McChicken sandwich and I got the McFish sandwich. Can you replace that for me, please? In that situation, you'd probably get your McChicken sandwich. But there are situations where you're not going to get what you want or what you ask for. But let's just say in that situation, he 
the guy looks at you and says, Oh, sorry, dude. I heard you. You, you, you ordered the, the McFish sandwich, man. Sorry. Then what would you do? Well, then you would say, I would like to speak to the manager. And probably then you would get your McChicken sandwich. Even if you don't, you're practicing assertive communication. Now, can you be angry and still practice assertive communication? Yes. When you get angry, you don't have to be rude, threatening, aggressive, throw a fit. You could just simply communicate your anger. The kid says, I heard you, man. You ordered the McFish. And now you find yourself pretty upset. You're late. There's a big crowd behind you. Despite your frustration, you still communicate assertively. Okay, I need to speak to a manager. When the manager comes over, instead of going to being rude, you explain the situation and you ask for your McChicken. Even if you don't get what you want, you're still in the habit of practicing assertive communication. And we're not always going to get what we want. And sometimes people are going to be complete jerks to us. That's just life. Try to practice being kind and communicate assertively, even when other people are being rude. Now it's time for our question of today. Marcia in Charleston, South Carolina ask, you've talked about being kind and about mean people, and I always try to be kind, yet when I do, I usually get walked on. The only way I can let people know what I want is when I get angry enough. I've let my frustration build high enough that I don't care what people think. What can I do differently? So the following are going to be some steps to use for effective communication, especially during conflictual situations. I've written about these in a book called Differently Me, Second Edition. It was for people on the mild end of the autistic spectrum, but these steps for effective communication and conflict are good for just about anyone. So number one, non-resistance, non-defensive stance. When somebody's criticizing you, Find some truth in what they're saying, even if it's just the slightest bit. Try not to absorb the negative energy as part of your non-defensive, non-resistant stance. Keep in mind their goal is to, might be to throw you off balance. And then you get all defensive. And when you become defensive, you validate the negative thoughts that the other person has about you. When you do that, you're allowing yourself to be defeated by unproductive and unhealthy emotions like anger, hostility, self-pity, and large amounts of anxiety. So try not to absorb what they're saying. Soaking up that negative energy like a sponge is very unhealthy. Redirect the focus to the problem or to that person's perspective, their opinion, their way of looking at it, their life experience. So you don't attack the other person's being when they criticize, see if you can find some truth in it, acknowledge that, and then redirect back to the problem at hand, the issue at hand. I've also called this step mental judo. Step two is to ask questions to clarify and gain perspective. Acknowledge how the other person's feeling. The attempt here is to walk in their shoes, to ask questions versus assuming. You might do some paraphrasing too, see if you can capture the other person's feelings and his or her perspective so that you can show that you understand. 
weigh things out from a larger perspective, because it's important that you allow this person to feel what they're feeling and to acknowledge their experience. That outweighs your angry attempts to try to change what the person's feeling or to win the argument. Also, before you both part ways and have this falling out, ask yourself, is this issue here that we're arguing about, is it more important than my relationship with this person? In other words, do I want to ruin a relationship based on this one thing? Does it really matter that much? If your brain can't process this information clearly, have the other person write down his or her arguments, his or her feelings and concerns so that you can take your time and address these later. And I'll talk about more about that uh, on point number four. Point number three, communicate with I feel statements. Use an I feel format to lessen the chances of the person getting defensive. Because when you say things like you always, you never, you need to, you put people on the defense and you shut out any effective communication attempts. Try to avoid seeking to prove the person wrong and yourself right. Using feeling statements allows the other person to see things from your perspective. It's hard to argue with a feeling. As I mentioned before when I was talking about rude people, I talked about also about when I did marital counseling, how people would use you always, you never, she always, she never, he always, he never. Then people think of the exceptions to those things. But it's hard to argue with a feeling. So if you say, I feel upset when this happens, I feel sad when you do this behavior, the person would have difficulty saying, no, you don't feel sad, or no, you don't feel upset. Communicate with I statements. I feel, I think, I would like. Step four is to take a personal time out, time for reflection. It allows you to time to cool down. It allows you time to th take, think things over, to not overreact or fall into the trap of allowing the other person to get the satisfaction of seeing you really lose it. A timeout also allows you to add detail to better explain yourself at a time when you're calm. Because it's not good to communicate when you're just really, really angry. Step five is to compliment the person. Now, just like the other steps, you want to do this only if it's reasonable to do so. If, you know, somebody is uh, flipping you off on the highway, you don't want to roll down your window and say, thank you for doing that. Compliment the person if it's reasonable. Thank this person for bringing this to your attention. And you don't want to... Do it in a way where you sound sarcastic. So thanks a whole lot for criticizing me. You want to do it in a genuine, heartfelt way. Talk about the importance of the relationship and the value of your relationship, if there is a relationship. Show that you respect the person and only apologize if you truly feel sorry. Otherwise, you'll come off as being insincere. Let me uh, walk through these steps in a hypothetical situation. So let's say I was approached by a friend who clearly did not like my podcast. Hey, dude, man. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast, and it sucks, man. You suck. Terrible, man. Well, Jeffrey, it sounds like you're upset. Sounds like you don't like this podcast at all. What are some things you don't like about the podcast? So you see how I'm taking a non-resistant, non-defensive stance? And I'm also redirecting things back to the issue, which is the podcast versus myself. I'm not taking it personally. 
Yeah, man, I just absolutely hate this podcast, man. Doesn't sound anything like Taoism to me. Sounds like you talk about your diet and you talk about, I don't know, all kinds of things. Telemarketers. Dude, nothing to do with Taoism. Jeffrey, it sounds like you'd like better material. What are some things that you would like to see me do differently on the show? Notice how I'm asking questions to gain perspective and to clarify, and I'm reflecting that I'm seeing things from his perspective. Man, I don't know, man. Maybe talk about Taoism more. Maybe not ramble on about crap that doesn't matter. Jeffrey, I'd like you to get a lot out of this. I want this to be enjoyable for you and informational and educational to you. So you notice how I'm communicating with I statements. I think, I feel. Jeffrey, let me take some time to think about what you've said. Let me process it and see if I can come up with some stuff, make a list of some topics, and let you look at them and see if you think they'd be better, something that you'd more enjoy, so that the podcast would be more informational to you. All right, man. Whatever. So I'm taking a time out for reflection, so I don't just shoot out words out of my mouth when I'm angry. Jeffrey, thanks for coming to me with this. I bet you if you feel this way, there's a lot of other people that listen to the podcast show that feel the same way. So I really appreciate feedback from you. So notice how I'm complimenting him without sounding like I'm being sarcastic. Well, sure, man. Thanks, dude. You know, you're not half bad. So were you able to see the steps as I went through them in that hypothetical example? You want to be able to practice doing these until just like anything else I talk about, until it becomes second nature so that you're not uh, too aggressive nor too passive. If you find that you're one of those people that are really passive and get walked on a lot, you want to move a little bit in the other direction towards what will feel to you like being aggressive. It's probably not. It's more being assertive, communicating more often, speaking up with I statements, letting your feelings be heard. Don't take that too far. I'm not saying passive people should go to being aggressive people. I'm just saying to balance out, you want to move a little bit more in a direction that'll feel to you like being aggressive. Likewise, for people that are aggressive, if you find yourself getting worked up a lot over small things, occasionally be passive. Occasionally take that fish sandwich. Occasionally let things go, calm yourself down and move a little bit more the other direction. Either way, just don't be rude. There's too many rude people out there, as I've mentioned before, too many angry people in the world. Marsha, thank you for your question. It was a great question. And I do hope everybody gets something out of this podcast show. Please send me feedback and keep sending me questions of today so that I can put your question on the show. Sorry if the audio quality is a little inconsistent today. Like I said, I'm not feeling good. And so I use parts of a previously aired episode on another podcast um, where I aired a talk about assertiveness on the Dow Today, which is a show I discontinued. But I did some editing here and some cut and pasting because I didn't want to be coughing in your ear the whole podcast. I didn't think that would sound good. Before I end the show, I have a few quick messages for you. 
Don't forget to subscribe to my show in your podcast player app or to the RSS feed. You can find my email address, contact information, a disclaimer, and more information in the show notes, so please check those out. Be sure and purchase my book, Accepting Life on Life's Terms, Taoist Psychology for Today's Uncertain Times. Look for the book wherever you buy books. Available in written and digital format. Hey, that's all for today's show. I'll see you next week. Have a good week. May peace and love be with you. Thank you for listening. Bye. is a Code CMC production. Dude, I heard you, man. You ordered the fish sandwich, man. Plus, aren't you supposed to be on a diet like the Mediterranean keto diet? Um, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have ordered anything from this place. But thanks anyway. Have a nice day. Uh, sure, dude.